The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and elders of the people, what is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But afterward changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered the first. Jesus said to them, amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. This morning we have a letter from Bishop Conley that I'll begin with. To the clergy, religious, and lay faithful of the Diocese of Lincoln, greetings in the risen Christ. This weekend we begin our annual appeal for vocations in the Diocese of Lincoln. The theme this year is given to the world, which expresses in a real way the apostolic nature of the priesthood. The priest is sent by Christ into the world to sanctify it and to be his representative of light to a world shrouded in darkness. However, in a deeper way, this theme also expresses to us the profound gift that is the priesthood. It is inherently a gift given freely to the world as a supreme act of his love to make good on the promise that Christ would remain with us until the end of time. I am constantly edified by men who are discerning a call to the priesthood to selflessly desire to give of themselves to be his representatives in a world plagued by pain and suffering. To be witness to his profound love and mercy is nothing short of heroic in this day and age. One way that we can express our deep gratitude for this gift and to show our appreciation to the men discerning this call is to help support their formation. I humbly ask all Catholics as a sign of gratitude to our Lord for this great gift of the priesthood to consider supporting this important appeal. The formation of priests is one of the most important tasks entrusted to the church. Through the church, those who are called are more perfectly conformed to the heart of Christ and therefore are better able to radiate through their lives the eternal love of God. With great love and admiration for you and your families, Know that with my prayers for you, I remain sincerely yours in Christ, the most reverend James D. Conley, Bishop of Lincoln. And so this weekend is the first weekend of the annual Bishop's Appeal for Vocations, which is the drive that we do every single year in order to support the, um, the education of, of priests financially and, and um and so the pledge cards are laid out in the back, and uh, this is the last time that we'll have pledge cards like split between St. Martin's and St. Leo's, as it's been two weeks since the bishop's decree, uh, juridically merging the parishes. 
Um, but the pledge cards were printed before that happened. So, um, so if you're if you've been registered at St. Martin's, like yours are all laid out. If you've been registered at St. Leo's, there's another box back there with all the St. Leo's pledge cards in it. Um, you know, when I was reading the letter, it uh, what struck me was as I started to to read it, and it says, "This weekend we begin our annual appeal for vocations in the Diocese of Lincoln." What what came into my heart more than asking for money was asking for people to become priests. And, uh, you know, like when we appeal for vocations, like for us to say to young men out there, like we need you. And, um, and our Lord has been so good to me in, uh, in my own life. And I wrote about this a little bit in the bulletin. This last week I was in Lansing, Michigan, um, presenting to the priests there. And that's the diocese I grew up in. And I drove because I just needed some like long windshield time after like kind of a stressful few months. And, uh, and my GPS, like it took me down all these like weird like side roads and, uh, and kind of popped me out in my old neighborhood that I grew up in. And, and so as I was driving through there, I was just having a lot of flashbacks. And, uh, and I drove through my old neighborhood and and all the trees that we planted that were sort of like sticks in the ground when I was five or six years old and I had to be, make sure I didn't mow them over. They're all like these giant trees now and the neighborhood's a little bit unrecognizable. Um, no, but I drove by like the old bus stop where I got bullied as a kid, you know, and that was pretty fun. Um, and, uh, and I drove by the old parish that we went to and um, and thought about, you know, I remember being like in the pews there as a young person and hearing some kind of a sermon on how like there weren't gonna be enough priests and, and maybe in my own heart, I was sort of like, well, if nobody else wants to do it, I'll do it. Um, you know, that's not something we put on the vocations posters. You know? <laughs> Settle in the priesthood, no. Um, and, uh, but, th but there was something there, right? There was something there. And then, and then I had this kind of amazing experience because I was, I was with the Lansing priests and they had their Jubilee dinner where the anniversary priests kind of are celebrated. And, and I've sat through 18 years worth of those in, in our own diocese. But when you're a priest where you're not from, people get up and they tell these stories and they tell stories about priests and you have no idea who they are. And, uh, and everybody has these common experiences and, and you have no idea who they're talking about. You just know there's these legendary figures. And, um, and so I was, I, was, I was sitting there and I'm listening to Father Joe Krupp give his homily. And, and he starts naming people and he talked about how part of his own vocation was seeing like Father Fackler going out and eating a piece of toast and he just looked really content and you know, kind of living his life. And, and the priest he named was the priest who heard my first confession. Um, he taught my eighth grade CCD class. Um, and, and a lot of his like homilies kind of stick in my head. He used to encourage devotion to daily mass all of the time. And, and I realized like all the small ways that my vocation was nurtured in my youth. And it, and it was really just, you know, like the pastor who like taught our CCD when I was in eighth grade and the stories that he would tell and the encouragements that he gave. You no, know, I never went to daily mass 
in high school, but in college, when I got to college and I heard there was daily mass, I started going because I remembered, like Father Fackler talking about how important that was and, and that time of going to daily mass was a time that my vocation was, was nurtured in college. You know, he also mentioned the priest who was, um, he was in my parish when I was in high school. And, uh, and I remember going to talk to him about, about going to the seminary and he was an older vocation and, and he basically said, well, you can go to college first and then decide afterwards. Um, but I remember that very fondly. There was another priest there was, that was present that I was presenting to who was my small group leader at a youth camp when I was in high school. And, and, and so there were just lots of moments. You know, another priest whose name came up was Father Dave Howell, who was, he was a priest in the parish we went to when I was in high school. And he just always noticed me. He always noticed me. And after mass, he would just kind of like, like talk to me or he would notice like I was a swimmer and it was the 80s. So we always like sewed our medals on our varsity jackets and we clanked when we walked down the hall. And, uh, and he would always just notice, you know, the medals on my varsity jacket. Um, and he was a priest who like always picked people out and invited them to get more involved in things. And he was the one who invited the people who are the youth ministers when I was in high school who then invited me to youth group and, and at that time in high school youth ministry was, was really a time that solidified my own relationship with the Lord. And, uh, and I found a community and an experience of our Lord's love that, that really kept me faithful through my high school years. As I was remembering all those things, I also remember just like how the people of the parish encouraged my vocation in a very simple way, you know, in a very simple way. And, and I, I would serve mass and then after mass, like some retired person that I have no idea who they are. Um, you know, I was young, so I probably thought they were 130 years old. Um, they would just come up to me after church and they'd be like, hey, have you ever thought about being a priest? You seem like, you seem like you're gonna be a priest someday. And I was like, no, but maybe I was like that person in the gospel where I say no, and then over time, the no turns into a yes. And, and so there's lots of ways that we encourage vocations and, and there's lots of ways that you encourage vocations. And, and that doesn't mean like training your kids to be robots and then trying to get them to be go, go to the seminary because, because you want them to. But it, but it means like recognizing that encouraging that like if asking people if they've ever thought about it affirming those qualities that you see in young people that that would make them a good priest someday and and so this weekend is really a time i think that all of us can can just remember those priests that were influential in our lives those those priests that maybe are our favorite priests from our childhood or those priests who made a difference at one point or another, and, and just give thanks to God for them. And, and of course, the bishop's appeal is about like raising money to pay for education for priests. And I'm, I'm extremely grateful to all of you who have given to that appeal over the years because it paid for my own education. And, and it also helped with my grad school education. And it was, it was really when I went to grad school that that my yes to our Lord was solidified in a deeper and more profound way. And, and my own 
intentionality about my priesthood was solidified in a, in a more profound way. And, and as I, I've often told that story of, of how studying in Rome and studying marriage and family had purified my own heart and, and it kind of helped me to make a turn that, that changed everything uh, about my life and, and really gave me that perspective of, of joy and, and like celibacy is a good and, and being a priest is a good. And, and it's not just an I guess so, right? It's not just an I guess so. And so we give thanks to, to God for, for all of the priests that he's given to us in our life. And, and let us also pray for just all of our young people that their own hearts may be open, whether our Lord is calling them to the priesthood or religious life or, or wherever our Lord is just calling them to be nearer to him and, and calling them to be open to that invitation to a life that is truly, truly remarkable and a life in which our Lord continues to surprise with his grace, with his love and with his mercy.